0: Yeah! I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is my good friend, Paul Gerowitz. And uh, he talks to me about mostly past roommates he's had, but also his love of Garth Brooks. Uh, Paul couldn't put his finger quite on one of those topics or the other. Uh, And so he was determined to loop in Garth Brooks as he told... Uh, some crazy roommate tales uh, but also of his um, aversion to living on his own It was so funny and silly but also uh, just some great stories lots of singing so get ready for that Um, and just pretty representative of what a time spent hanging out with Paul is generally like As he references in the episode, Paul is my roommate slash best friend slash past guest of the show. Stephanie Corkery's significant other, has been for a long time. Uh, He's a friend of mine, and we've only gotten closer since that's happened. So this was really a joy for me to get to do with him. Um... After we finished recording, he jokingly turned to me and said, Oh, shoot, I didn't get to plug my show. Um, So go catch Paul in Planet on... Oh, oh, no. (laughs) I try to do a bit. Uh, Go catch Paul in Panic on Cloud 9 at Second City. I'm sure they could use the bump the uh, MBSing bump patented MBSing bump in their ticket sales. Uh, but truly, it's a wonderful show. I'm so glad that I've gotten to see it and uh, that Paul got to share it with us um, because it's it's so funny and so smart and everyone in the cast is is really lovely. And uh, if you get a chance you could check check it out. I turned a bit of a plug into a real plug. Here's some other real plugs Friday nights at ten for the rest of January. Squall will be at the playground playing with a bunch of college teams. That's at the playground. Friday nights, ten PM. Um, this Sunday at IO in Chicago, the Nerdlogs will be opening for improvised Star Trek at 8:30 p.m. at the io theater that will be a great show lots of past guests of the podcast in uh i was gonna say present but performing uh so come check that out and if you want something to look forward to um The Nerdlogs have a couple of shows coming up in the L.A. area. If that's something that would apply to you, um, come check those out. Look them up on the website. That's the 6th and 7th of February. So we'll be out there to escape the winter for a bit. But luckily, especially with people like Paul around to keep us company... This winter really hasn't been so bad Enjoy I mean I wish this was a video cast Just so they could see our um, Dionysian
1: (laughs) I'm fucked if you're going to talk like that this whole
0: time (laughs) Bacchus Mm -hmm. Dionysus
1: Bacchus? I'll be Bacchus
0: Okay It's just the the Roman and It's the Mm -hmm. Roman and Greek version of the same guy
1: Yes Okay, so So
0: we'll just be. Fat, drunk. (laughs) Party animal. Party animal. (laughs) Okay. I think he's the god of wine and women, I believe is his official title. Okay. (laughs) But for tonight, he'll be the god of wine and chicken pot pie. A pie by
1: another name, am I right? Just we start after this part?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, new, new, new start. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm definitely going to put all that in there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so how's your wine?
0: It's good, thank you so much for it. What, a, what year is this? I don't know. Probably like a 2012?
1: Probably, yeah.
0: Maybe a 2013. It's 2015 now. So. I can
1: check, but I'd be afraid that I would knock over your rig over here.
0: Yeah, it's pretty uh, scientifically mm-hmm. set up. But the good news is that I'm I'm the one on the uh, on the same surface as the rig. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you have a little more mobile. It's like those sleep number beds. <laughs> it's, it is just like a sleep number bed. All right,
1: it's a David Stone Vineyards. <laughs> it is of an unknown era. Mm. Doesn't say. Well. But it contains sulfites, so there goes that restriction.
0: <laughs> Were you trying not to drink sulfites? Yeah,
1: my nutritionist says I shouldn't have sulfites.
0: Really? And you just threw that right out the window mm-hmm. What do you Who knew? What do you think your nutritionist would say About this Marie Callender's uh, Pot pie
1: <laughs> Ten minutes Alright
0: <laughs> Just the microwave cook time That's yeah. all they'd have to say about it <laughs> <I'm> Pretty quick <laughs>
1: I do it's love great. these things though They sell them at Walgreens Name uh-huh. the banquet ones Banquet ones are a buck fifty, but it's oh, really yeah. worth it to up it to the. It's twice the price. It's three dollars.
0: Three bucks. That's a lot. That's a hearty meal for three bucks. It's
1: three sixty eight, but if you buy two, it's two for six dollars. So it's a pretty good deal.
0: I, a lot of chunks of meat. Mm-hmm. And like banquet, I ate some banquet dinners in college. I had rough times, mm-hmm. but those things are like frightening how inexpensive they are. Yes. You shouldn't be it's able so to true. buy a whole meal for a dollar.
1: You know, when I was in college. Yeah, I, I had I dealt with a lot of roommates.
0: <laughs> oh, old pro Jarowitz in the house today. <laughs> my, my guest Paul is going to be talking to me about how much he loves and has experience with different varieties of roommates in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, You mentioned that you had roommates while you were in college. Mm -hmm. Is that the origin of your roommate history?
1: Yes. My first roommates, I think, probably, yeah. Unless you count, like, theater camp.
0: Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that when you talked about the, uh...
1: I didn't either until just now.
0: I mean, how long are the camps we're talking about here?
1: I don't know, like a month. But I guess that's theoretically a roommate situation. Yeah. I... uh, How old were you? When I had the when I went to camp, yeah, I went to Harand and TJ Shanoff. If anybody knows who that
0: oh, is, oh, I know the name.
1: Turns out years later, I realized that he was the musical director there when I was went to camp there.
0: That's so and funny. Then he Later,
1: directed me uh, at other stuff, so it was kind of weird.
0: Where is Shrand?
1: Harand? Is Harand in, is in Wisconsin. And uh, is it's it all in, arts camp? It's a theater camp. Yeah, <laughs> overnight theater camp. And I remember that one of my roommates for that situation was uh-huh. this guy. He and was, how old were
0: you? Uh
1: I was I guess it was from in between in seventh and ballpark.
0: eighth. Seventh and eighth okay. grade. I figured it was probably middle sounded like a middle school sitch. Yeah, anyway. Sorry. Between
1: seventh and eighth grade. Okay. Um You're like yeah. twelve
0: or thirteen.
1: And my roommate. It was Scottish, and then on the last day, of course, it's a theater camp. Yeah, he starts talking in English, and his parents come to see the show, and he's from fucking America.
0: No way.
1: Not in English, but he has an American. He accent. He had an. He had e- lied all uh, fucking an
0: American accent, for and like, no one knew? for like a
1: month and pretended that he was Scottish. He talked in a Scottish accent.
0: No one picked up on it. No, it was that good.
1: I don't know. I guess so.
0: Or did people just like? Take his word for it.
1: I think maybe people just took his word for it. No, he was good. He nailed it. Actually, that's
0: crazy. But like, can you me? imagine
1: doing that for like? Why would you go through that?
0: No, it seems like something a little like turd of a seventh grade kid who like went to a theater camp would do, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Because that's who else name. does that? I went to I went to a theater camp around the same time every year from after s- like going to going into sixth, seventh, and eighth. It was just a three-week day camp, though. We didn't stay there. Yeah. And then going into nights, I was a camp counselor. Mm. And one of the kids who went to that camp, this is one of the...
1: Killed himself?
0: Biggest? Nope. That's not where it was going at all. Almost the opposite. His name was Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, no one could take him seriously, especially because this was in, like, 2003. Mm. Three, you like, two, like Bold. really early 2000s? Yeah. So, it was, like, prime... I mean, he his name was Austin Powers, and I knew him before the third Austin Powers movie came out. Like, that is how, in the prime of life, of being named Austin Powers, I knew that kid.
1: Wouldn't you think you'd change your name at some point?
0: I mean... I just feel like that happens all the time, you know? I know... I've known a girl named Lauren Hill. Like, it's... Yeah. It's just like... I know... I went to college with a guy named Will Smith. He's just like a nerdy white dude. (laughs) One time, my phone... Uh, my Words with Friends gave me a notification that was like, Will Smith could use some more games. You should start a game with him now. And I was like, (laughs) that's hilarious. (laughs) Uh, Because I know who you want me to play Words with Friends with, and it is not the father of Willow and (laughs) Jaden.
1: I thought you were going to say the father of modern (laughs)
0: hip-hop. Yeah, that's where that was going. It is not Smith, the father of uh, the biggest and bestest what thing, Willie
1: lyrics, well, I have two very lyrics that I fucking hate. And one of them is Bruce Springsteen's, Strap your arms cross my engines. For some reason, that, the way he sings that I hate. But also, with, <laughs> what
0: song is that from?
1: Uh Maybe We Were Born to Run.
0: That's what I thought. That Strap line, your arms cross, cross my, my engines. engines. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. As in like... But also, that's get on my motorcycle behind me and put your arms across my chest. And, but he refers to his chest as his engines. His
0: engines.
1: Yeah. And it's then the other gigantic. one is from um, Will Smith where he says, uh, smoke a cigar. It's for the look. I don't light it.
0: What? You know that song? Sick
1: a, uh, uh, what's that song? Uh, it it sounds vaguely
0: familiar. Na, na,
1: right. na, 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 na. Nah.
0: Getting jiggy with it.
1: Getting jiggy with getting it. it. In that he says, uh, <laughs> uh, s- something about a cigar. It's for the look. I don't light it. So it's like, how fashionable it is to have a cigar in your mouth! How cool it is, but well, you it. don't need to light it, kids.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a conflicting well, message. I just yeah, I feel like
0: it is. I agree with you. Fucking
1: light it! Th- light it.
0: Um, also, a plot point in *A Fault in Our Stars* um, with cigarettes. Mm. Uh, <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> just to make everything about kids who have cancer. Um, well. Wasn't there an Eminem line that was like Will Smith the, the, got accustomed to his raps to sell records? Well, I do, so fuck him and fuck you too. <laughs> that's pretty funny.
1: <laughs> I think that's pretty good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what happened to? I guess Eminem's still making music, right? He had an album out. Like
1: I saw him doing some freestyle year. thing on the internet.
0: It was How was pretty that? Good. Yeah. Yeah. I think Eminem's a pretty good rapper. I
1: don't think
0: he's good. That's uh, pretty. I would say that's a pretty common uh, belief by most people. I, you
1: know, I don't really like rap. I like, a, you know, who I really like, yeah, Garth Brooks. Oh,
0: professional druids in the house again. <laughs> Paul, before this podcast was like, I think we should just like make it feel pretty organic.
1: <laughs> I couldn't decide between talking about roommates or Garth Brooks.
0: Um, and you nailed the segues to both topics.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh,
0: do you want to talk about Garth now?
1: Um, Sure. You want
0: to put it? Let's talk about how we both love Garth Brooks. You okay? All right. Tell me. First about-
1: concert I ever went to was Garth Brooks concert. He flew. <laughs> he flew.
0: Do you remember? He what set tour the stage was? on
1: fire. It was that tour where he set the stage on fire. Oh, and yeah, it yeah, rained yeah. inside United Center. I mean, I was obsessed with Garth Brooks. I and uh, I he was. My oldest brother, Brian, was, for some reason got into him. And I was probably like, boy, I don't know, eight, seven or eight. And I was obsessed with Garth. That's
0: about when I was all about Garth as well.
1: And I got snakeskin boots, cowboy hat. (laughs) Uh, I'd wear it to school. I had a shirt, (laughs) uh, like a silk shirt like he wore with like the white and black stripes on it.
0: And (laughs) I was on a
1: public access TV show where I did an impression of Garth Brooks.
0: I think I have seen. You've I, seen it, right? In the, it's the one where. That's I, one of the clips from the video that I've definitely seen, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garth yeah. Brooks?
0: Because you do Garth and like Elvis, Julia Child,
1: and Fred Astaire, which were basically it's kind of sums up my heroes as a child, really. really? All four of those. Oh. I loved them. I was really into PBS food shows. Jan Can Cook.
0: You also, when I talked to you about doing this a while ago, thought about talking about cooking.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah,
0: and now you cooked yourself a meal before we started. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I used to be a sushi chef in Oregon, where I had my first roommate experience. My roommate was Garth Brooks.
0: <laughs> How's that? I mean, that really ties everything together. That would really, that would have really made your decision slash this whole process like really easy.
1: What's your favorite Garth Brooks song?
0: Um, probably the river.
1: Mm, Yeah. I think I might agree with that.
0: It's, it's just, just tough. beautiful. I love,
1: I love that summer. You know, the song.
0: Oh, Alan Werber. That summer. summer.
1: hmm It's all about him losing his, uh, his virginity to an older an woman. An old
0: woman. Not which, old, but yeah. Which like
1: ties, a ties nicely into <laughs> my roommate situation. When I lived in Oregon, I lost my virginity <laughs> to a 27-year-old. I was... 19?
0: Were you, this wasn't while you were in college. This
1: was, I was in college. Well, I was living in Oregon. Uh, (laughs) How do I I start this? All right, so roommates. Right. (laughs) Uh, I graduated from high school. I didn't know what to do with my life. I read on the road one too many times. I decided to go to Columbia college, because I wanted to study music, and then I quickly learned that I don't want to actually learn how to read music, because I'm a lazy person. I don't actually want to be a music student, so I got... In my car, and I decided to drive around the country, and I had friends all over the place. So I stayed in Colorado, I stayed in California, and then I stayed in, I wound up in Oregon, Eugene, Oregon, where I had two high school friends who were going to school there, and I decided I was going to live in Eugene, Oregon. So my first roommate situation was living in a dorm at the University of Oregon, was not a student there. I lived in my friend Adam Hutzel's closet on a pile (laughs) of his dirty clothes for about seven months. You slept on his clothes? Yes. I took a sheet... Eventually, I wound up getting an uh, an air mattress, but it quickly deflated, so then I would just pile up his dirty clothes, and he had a walk-in closet, and he had a roommate, too. He had a roommate.
0: And his roommate was cool with it?
1: Guy Ferguson, who used to smoke cocaine out of a a one-hitter. Cocaine? He'd put put cocaine over his weed and smoke it, and he was crazy. Jesus
0: Christ!
1: And uh, he was a very muscular guy, and I think he might have done steroids, too. I don't know. He was very nice. I mean, if he
0: smoked cocaine, if he laced his marijuana with cocaine, I wouldn't put steroids past him.
1: Well, he was he was he was a character, and he just what's and astonishing to me Ferguson. is that he was a freshman in college and he was willing to put up with like, oh yeah, my roommate's friend lives in lives, his lives his in, in my closet. Yeah.
0: Did you? What would you do during the day? Like, did you just like stay in their room or mm. like go ramble about in Oregon?
1: I did the college life minus the class actually. Got- <laughs> I eventually found a job. I worked in one of those coffee huts, like on a camp. On camp, no, no, like the ones you drive through, like a coffee hut.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, like a parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy
1: that I worked for was an alcoholic, and he would have people drive up in the mornings. Have I told you this? I don't think so. And he would make them like hot toddies with like coffee and whiskey, and serve these drinks to these people. It's like they'd be like, "I want a special." And he'd be like, oh this oh guy my god! It up. And these drivers, he's like giving like whiskey. So he like coffees makes coffee
0: with like what is actually would, in the yeah. hut, and then he like pulls out a bottle of whiskey from under the counter and like gives it a pour. Yeah. That's crazy. And then they pay
1: him like ten bucks, and he just pocket it. And you would be like, "Man, don't worry about it, Paul."
0: Was that like the owner or the manager?
1: He was just a manager.
0: Oh, that's crazy! Yeah. And you were like, was that one of your first jobs?
1: That was one of my no. My first job was as a janitor in 7th grade.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Paul a <Gerwin>, 7th <seventh laughs> grade janitor. <laughs> at Holy
1: Cross, I was a summer, summer school janitor.
0: <laughs>
1: Me and my brother would steal alcohol from the basement of the church.
0: In 7th grade?
1: Yeah, well he was a, what was he? He was a sophomore in high school at that point.
0: Is that, did you drink when you were that young?
1: Uh, yeah. Seventh grade, I think is when I, I had my first grade. grade. And I, yeah, did mushrooms in eighth grade. And really? Deerfield, Illinois. That's what... A lot of rich kids with nothing, nothing better to do but spend their... I wasn't rich, but my friends were all
0: Right, rich. right, right, right.
1: They're fast lane kids.
0: Life in the fast lane. Uh... And they
1: all oh They're all dead now. All of them? A couple of them. That's sad. None of the ones that, you know, none of the cool ones.
0: <laughs> so there weren't any, like, James Dean stories of, like, the guy who no. lived f- too fast. Uh, so you lived in a closet. Was that, that aside from theater camp, was the first time you had roommates? Yes. Was living in a closet on a pile yes. of clothes?
1: And it wasn't <laughs> until many years later that I was that I, <laughs> talking to Adam. He was like... Yeah, when I told you you could stay, like, I didn't think you'd actually stay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Of course you didn't, because who would live like that in the right mind?
1: (laughs) But things progressed. I got a job, and then I started living in a quad, which, you know what a quad is? It's like...
0: Like with three other dudes?
1: Four rooms, and you all share one bathroom and one kitchen. Yeah. But you don't really know these people, so these are like strangers.
0: Oh, that's weird. Because I lived, that was my living situation, junior and senior year of college. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but like there were people I knew.
1: Mm-hmm. It was like a forty-five-year-old man.
0: Oh my god! And
1: then like a twenty-three-year-old dude.
0: And so you weren't on campus anymore, obviously. Mm-mm.
1: Well, I wasn't in school.
0: Right, right, right.
1: I started taking classes at Lane Community College, which is the local community college, with the idea that I would get in-state tuition transfer to U of O.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. so you're trying to s- set up shop in Oregon for a while?
1: <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I was basically just so poor, and I had my tail between my legs so far that I just uh, I wasn't willing to go back home. I don't right. think I used that phrase properly, but I just didn't want to be like, "Hey, ma, I failed." So I want I'm going to. You come didn't want
0: to have to go back. home I was
1: having my adventure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. How long did you take classes at Lane?
1: For like two and a half years. Really? And then I dropped out, yeah, but I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. I mean, I didn't really take it too seriously.
0: How. What was. You had a 45 year old roommate mm-hmm. and someone who was like a few years older than you. What was that experience like?
1: What do I remember? I remember I would.
0: I mean you had a bed that was an up- yeah. upgrade I assume.
1: <laughs> I remember cooking salmon there interestingly enough but I also remember being so poor that I would save like I would I would smoke uh top tobacco.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And it, like have wood chips in it and I would save all the cigarette butts and then re-roll cigarettes with the tobacco left in the cigarette butts.
0: Wow. It was
1: yeah, and I think Like, whatever that point, you
0: couldn't finish when you're smoking, you are just, like, save it and then recombine it to, like, right. one more cigarette, probably. Right. It's <laughs> like a word math problem. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> if you smoke seven-eighths of a cigarette, how mm-hmm. many cigarettes would it take you to smoke if you saved the last eighth to mm-hmm. have one more cigarette?
1: It's actually... If you have... If, if you can take ten cigarette butts and re-roll them to make one cigarette... How many cigarettes will you have if you have one hundred cigarettes? <laughs> the answer is one
0: hundred and ten cigarettes.
1: One hundred and eleven. Because then you have those ten cigarettes left over, and you take the butts oh, from those.
0: Whoa. And Whoa!
1: Roll one more. One hundred
0: and
1: eleven.
0: This guy, lame. You taught you something, <laughs>
1: I dude. That I was a.
0: 111 Of course it's 111
1: English literature major there
0: What was your favorite class? Or do you Uh, remember anything? Poetry maybe Really?
1: My Shakespeare class Yeah
0: Yeah Do you ever write Shitty poems?
1: Oh of course yeah I wrote one that It wasn't No I wrote Great poems (laughs)
0: That's fair. I assumed they were shitty. No, I asked if you wrote shitty poems. I didn't ask if you wrote great poems.
1: Oh, well then, no, I
0: didn't. <laughs> okay, did Okay, do you ever write any great poems?
1: Yeah, I <laughs> I wrote one about uh, cicadas. Uh-huh. And something about footfalls and, you know, they didn't know what cicadas were out there, so it was like Oh, really? Time. That's one that sticks out.
0: Yeah. It sounds... It's so funny to hear you talk about life... Like, growing up in Illinois suburbs, because it sounds so southern, like, you loved Garth Brooks and wore snake skin boots and, like, Mm -hmm. are talking about cicadas and Mm -hmm. uh, stealing liquor from the church, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I think it's just probably suburb life in some aspects, Mm -hmm. but...
1: People are just people. You know?
0: People are just people, you know? Is that something you learned from all the different roommates that you've had?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Mm. So, yeah. Then I was in a band for a while, and then that was the coolest roommate situation of my life.
0: Uh, Right after the quad?
1: Yeah. I moved, I met this guy, Eli McLaughlin, who lives in Chicago now, and I haven't talked to him probably five or six years. Last time I saw him was at his wedding.
0: Are you friends with him on Facebook?
1: No, he doesn't do Facebook.
0: Oh yeah, he's, he's way like, too cool. Now
1: he's like Facebook. a he runs his own music school up in Evanston or oh, something cool. like that. He teaches guitar. Um, so I moved in with him and this guy Tommy Franzen. Um, and this house was like loaded with like musical instruments. They like, we sound had a recording like they studio. both sound
0: like musicians.
1: Tommy Franzen is actually the drummer. Was he was the drummer in our band? Uh huh. His uncle is Jonathan Franzen. Who's oh, the, author, the author. famous author. Yeah. Of, uh, uh What's that book?
0: Um, uh, it's
1: like on Oprah's book Million club. Million
0: little pieces.
1: No. Uh,
0: th- uh, Everything is illuminated. No. Um. Uh, what a, is that book called? <laughs> God damn it!
1: But Tommy is a character in that book, or he's ins- really he's inspired. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Uh,
1: what's that goddamn book? The something or other.
0: I don't remember. I I know exactly what you're talking about and I can like picture the cover. I just can't. Corrections. Think. Corrections? The
1: Corrections. Yes.
0: That's what it's called. You yeah. must be thinking of. The Corrections, I mean, Jonathan Franzen's book then. He
1: also apparently wrote a book called Freedom How to Be Alone. Yeah. But anyways, that guy.
0: That's funny. Um, um Tommy and Eli. They had musical instruments everywhere. Would you guys just like Get home and jam out after we did. your day jobs. It was
1: so amazingly, beautifully cliche and ridiculous. And I had long hair then. Down oh
0: my god.
1: on my shoulders. And yeah, we'd play music and we'd do these recordings. We were did in a band called bass? The Beautiful Losers.
0: The Beautiful Losers.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the name of our band. And then after that, we (laughs) we we were also in a band. Later, Leo London joined our group, and then we became this sort of like
0: all have these glam rock star names.
1: Glam rock, except for me, glam rock like weird, like David Bowie esque sort of band called uh, the the deleted (laughs) seeds. It was just... We were fucking awesome. The
0: Beautiful Losers we the and the deleted seeds. Oh my god, that's so funny. That was you a mostly played situation. bass, right? I did. Did you play I bass? I played
1: guitar and sang in The Beautiful Losers. And then we brought in Leo, and he... I was just like... They were all such good musicians that I was like, oh, I just want to be a part of this, so I'll play bass, because nobody wants oh, to play yeah. bass. And I love bass. <laughs> so bass is the coolest. Funny.
0: When did you... But you... Yeah, you had been playing music for a long time. How did you meet those guys?
1: Uh, Eli was dating my friend Lisa Frigo, who was I went to high school with.
0: Oh! Who
1: happened to also be out in Oregon. That's so funny. And then what's so weird is that they broke up, and I be, became like really good friends with him and didn't really... I haven't talked to her Like, keep in touch
0: with her? That's... I think that kind of thing happens, though. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of times... I th- I think about... Those kind of things a lot where Chicago is concerned because every once in a while, uh, this, a girl, a younger sister of one of my friends from high school is in college. And, um, he messaged me recently and said she is interested in getting into comedy and writing and all this stuff. And, uh, I was like, Jesus, give her my email address. Like I'll definitely talk to her about Chicago and so I, the first email she sent was very open-ended, very, like, just, like, don't really know much about Chicago, but, like, I, do, I know about Second City, and, like, I know I like writing, and I think that's something I could, like, want to do. Can you just, like, tell me about what your experiences has been like, and, like, what kind of things are involved in there? Mm-hmm. And I just, like just, like, hammered out this, like, three-page email, probably, about, like, all the theaters that, like, classes I've taken and stuff like that. And uh, during the process of it, it just made me think about the origin of, like, each project that I have worked on in the sense of, like, oh, I auditioned at the playground because John um, Bezdek told me that... Playground auditions were coming up, and I, like, signed up that day. You know what I mean? It's like, I auditioned at One Group Mine because Lindsay Stelty told me that I should. Like, it's just, like, all these origin and stories of... And sometimes they go back to, like, two of the first people that I ever met in Chicago. I just feel like that... It's
1: almost like life is random and has no real purpose. (laughs)
0: He's such a fucking turd (laughs) (laughs) I just don't get that I don't think I have a very good memory A lot of times for things like that For like Mm -hmm. long term memories Mm -hmm. Um, So when I actually am forced to think about it I'm like oh shit yeah that is right Mm -hmm. I feel like you're just Rattling off more things than I would remember If I were this Far removed from Mm. Your experience Interesting I do. I I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know what that says about me, I think. Um. Anyway, what was your favorite part about living with the beautiful losers?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It just felt like this, like, vibrant, creative time in my life. No. um
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's <was> like... <laughs> I
1: don't know. I was working in a coffee shop at that time in my life. Mm-hmm. I was just—I just felt like I was really like doing the college. Like I had friends like that I totally that got me and yeah. uh, we got each other and they you were fun like and interesting and they it. were like they—they they were inspiring and like creatively. Um, f- you know, it was like we were fulfilling. working fulfilling relationships, and I felt felt like I was building like a network, you know, because I moved out there really with nothing, and th- 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 this That's awesome. and they were like sort of more like me than like my friend Adams. Uh, who friends, you actually? Who I lived in his place and
0: moved out there to like. Right, but he meet up with.
1: He had sort of more of like the sort of like. He wasn't like a frat guy, but he was just he was just more of like the straightforward college experience. Uh-huh. And these guys were were a little bit more the
0: like alt scene. <laughs> alt, yes, yeah. they
1: were the alt scene, and they were a little bit more. Were they like, older than you two? Uh Eli is older than me. Tommy's younger than me. Leo's way younger than me. Leo was just this random kid who would come into the coffee shop with me and... Really? And ask to play guitar.
0: That's so but funny. But he was so
1: fucking good.
0: That's so funny. He was
1: still... I think he was still in high school when he started playing the band. He was like a 17. Yeah.
0: See, that... See, I, uh... I feel like it's good that you were starting to be around more of your, like, peers. Mm-hmm. Um... Because I feel like those... I... Feel I don't know.
1: I felt like I was kind of like finding like, oh, these are people that kind of get me a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's so funny. You're in a, what would you, what would you call, you said that uh, the deleted scenes was glam rock. (sighs) What type of music would you consider the Beautiful Losers? (laughs) Folk. More folky really? rock,
1: folk rock. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's great.
1: A lot more acoustic. It was a little bit more.
0: Any covers? More jammy.
1: Lot? Yeah. We covered a lot of. Uh, we did Hey Bulldog, which was the Beatles. You know the Oh, Bull, the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey Bulldog. Um, but yeah, it was a lot. Mostly original stuff. We did some David Bowie. Um, what was the David even Bowie as song the Beautiful Losers. As as no, not as, as beautiful the Beautiful Losers. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. <laughs>
0: This is like Paul Gerowitz behind the music I love it
1: So well we did open up for a band That opened up for Radiohead So kind of
0: At the Wow Hall The, the Epic wow, wow, wow Hall, Hall.
1: You ever, yeah. What
0: was the name of the band that opened for Radiohead
1: I can't remember but people might It's, it's like this Asian woman Who sings like ah, Crazy And Car- it's just And, and then no and then it's just like she a bass Asian? bass and drums. Or it's guitar and drums. And then this, this woman, they're called like tiger or wolf. Wolf something?
0: Wolf's mouth? That's not a
1: thing. We'll look it up later.
0: Yep, I'll write it down. Uh... Yeah. So how how long was it between when you opened for this band And when they opened for Radiohead Like was that something that you knew around the same time or No Or was it something that like way way later You were like oh man We opened for them one time Like,
1: No it was way later I went and saw Radiohead And they opened
0: Oh shit that would be cool In
1: San Diego I went with my brother-in-law
0: was, to go see radio. you had. like losing your and were, shit? And yeah I
1: was just like That's fucking awesome
0: Yeah That's amazing
1: That was on the I Wolf's think it was the Hail to the Thief tour I want to say Wolfmother? Maybe that might be it
0: That's I think that's why I said mouth Because I know I've heard of a band
1: Called Wolfmother yeah.
0: I'm so bad at Bands I'm I don't so bad at names much at me, About music
1: Well Yeah Yeah
0: That's amazing that was, I had
1: all uh, this I had, I used to know a lot about music, mm-hmm. but I gave up because I had like three thousand CDs that were stolen out of my car in Oregon.
0: Is um, this why you lived with the band?
1: No, this is when I was living
0: in your in car. my car. How did this happen? What comes between?
1: Uh, you, good so question. You
0: said that living with the band was one of your like favorite living situations. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then you went from that to living in your car?
1: Well, okay. Here's what I think happened. I think that that band dissolved. Mm -hmm. And then I went to living in my friend Jeremy Barrington's house while he was out of town Mm -hmm. with this guy who was a violinist named Leaf. And we didn't pay the electricity <laughs> all summer, so we would run an electrical cable from the church that was next door into our house, so we could and watch just, like, like TV and stuff, and it. take cold showers for the whole summer. Oh my and the God. whole we we didn't pay the garbage bills either, so there's garbage piling up everywhere, and there was this spider's web.
0: So you like just paid rent?
1: Spider that we thought was like a a brown recluse because recluse, it had the. Hourglass on the back so we didn't want to Mess uh, with the garbage Black Widow Oh is that a Black Widow? hmm Um So yeah We were just ter- uh, And there was rats In the walls So you could hear them Crawling around in the walls Uh did and there was one him? morning when I yes, I took a dump. I was taking a dump one morning and the rat crawled between my legs and started trying to jump into oh, the toilet
0: that no. I am sitting in. No. So I started squealing, and screaming no. and I ran out of the
1: bathroom with my pants around my ankles and I you slammed the door. On
0: your butt? And Leaf
1: <laughs> yeah, well I don't think I'd started yet, but maybe I had. <laughs> and Leaf comes in and oh, I should mention we weren't we didn't we didn't buy toilet paper so there was just a stack of magazines. <laughs> So imagine the glossy, hard magazine paper.
0: And you just threw it in the trash <laughs> that you then put into the Black Widow corner and never touched.
1: It was a mess. Well, needless to say, J.B. came back after that summer and he was not too happy.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot you were living in a guy's house and wasn't there. Did he already know about all the, like, rat problems and stuff?
1: Uh, or do think you think the rats so. came
0: because you never took the trash? No, show? I feel like
1: no, no, no. I, there, there was already a
0: rat, <laughs> and you pub. had. To you, it wasn't like for I'm just imagining this giant for some truck 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 truck. Bag full of magazines with shit on them.
1: <laughs> I just remember rats not being that big of a deal, like. Everybody oh, was in Oregon God. And you're just like eh, whatever It's just nature You know, the rats But you'd hear them In the fucking walls And I did not like it Awful But, but yeah Like I feel like We're more Less, far less Accepting of it Than, than, then. I don't know why
0: Rats, I feel like I had a couple of mice In my first Chicago Apartment Um Worst we've ever had here Is just a little Just a little baby Ant problem And right. I bought some Ant spray And it never happened again But um, yeah, we had, we had about bout in my first Chicago apartment out in Albany Park where this mouse would come out from our floorboards while we were watching TV in the living room and, like, walk into the middle of the whole room, like, and sit on our area rug and, like, my roommate Jacob and I would just, like, look over at it and be like, Jesus fucking Christ. And then, like, one of us would, like, start to awesome get up. Mouse. It was crazy. It would just sit there and one of us would like start to get up and then it would run away again. I mean... That's kind of cute. It was kind of cute. Mice are cute. And it was so small that it never like really bothered me. I mean, I still went out and bought mousetraps and fucking killed them. I probably killed like three mice while I lived there.
1: Well, so what me and Leaf decided to do was to grab a bucket and one of us was going to have to try to capture the bucket and the other one was going to have to slide... A magazine underneath Under it. the bucket and yeah. carried outside because we refused to kill the fucking rat. Well,
0: also, just I stupid. just feel like killing a rat would be so gross, bloody, so gross.
1: Yeah. So, so we we took we flipped a coin and he was the one who was going to have to like crap Put it. The bucket on and it. He was like, no matter what, don't open this door. No matter what I say, don't open the door. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. We oh, got to catch no. this thing. <laughs> he goes in, sl- slams the door. And he's also like Oh my god This thing's jumping up to my knees And he's like screaming He's like Open the door Open the door
0: Oh no He's like
1: No don't open the door And he eventually got it And we got Couldn't he
0: it. have opened it If he wanted to? Yeah Okay
1: But it makes for a better story
0: Yeah Leaf <laughs> He caught it he In did. a bucket yeah. With the magazine He did And he took it outside
1: We took it to a park Across the street
0: So you're just like Crawl back Yeah up And there then I
1: think there. we did Actually get ma- uh, Like big old rat, rat traps, traps Just to get rid of him. But
0: yeah, here's the weird
1: thing: they had a hot tub in the backyard.
0: That is weird for it to be such a little (laughs) shithole. We just did the same for we just said shit all mugged to each other, (laughs) laughed, and sighed. Well, it's just like something I'd expect from two people whose first concert was both Garth Brooks! (laughs) Your first concert was Garth Brooks? Yeah. It was. It was not that tour. It was way later on in his career. Not Mm. way, not way later on, but probably a good, you know... I'm trying to think of what album would have come out around when I went to see his tour. And the thunder, thunder rolls. And the Light, the lightning sli- Uh I remember the first song he sang was Old Stuff. Mm-hmm. The one of the reasons I remember it is because my dad brought binoculars. It was a very large stadium concert somewhere in Charlotte. Um and he saw he like found a set list, like with the monoculars, and he was like, "Oh, it says old stuff at the top. He must be playing all his old stuff first, and then started like reading all the songs, uh, and then he started, and he was like, "Oh, the first song is blah blah, blah. I can't remember what it was whatever the second song ended up being." Right. And then he started playing old, old stuff, stuff at the, the very song. top of the show. He was like, back with the." Uh, stuff was new. new and I turned to my dad and I was like that's the name of one of his songs <laughs> so that's, a,
1: that's a later tour yeah,
0: yeah yeah I was probably I was <laughs> I was probably about the same age as you were the first time you saw him
1: right but I'm like 40
0: no you're
1: you're 26 mm-hmm. okay I'm 31 six, so 5 years five. Different. that makes sense Yeah,
0: yeah yeah, yeah for sure um... But
1: I remember videotaping his concerts. You remember we used to do that all the time? Like, an annual Garth Brooks concert would just I, air oh on yeah. TV. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. We watched all like of the them. Like, the
1: ones in Ireland. I, I, have, I have recordings at home of video, video sets. And I was just like... I think I I had a crush. Like, I had a... Really? Like, oh, yeah.
0: I... I had a crush. I never... I the thing about Garth Brooks for me is that... I mean, is Obviously, his music is great. He's such a showman. Like, I was totally... Ugh. I was definitely won over in terms of, like, his, uh performance level but the thing that I'll say is that I don't think I ever had like a crush on Garth Brooks if we're talking about musical artists I had a crush on we're talking about Tim McGraw
1: no 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 see I like Garth because he would always talk about his thunder thighs and I was a chubby kid who, oh. who always had to buy husky clothes so I was like oh so not, he's like, like a chubby guy <laughs>
0: <laughs> look at him <laughs> What was the other... Oh, the reason... The other reason that I like Garth so much is because while I was growing up, my parents listened to mostly completely different music. My dad listened to classic rock, classic rock and my mom listened to entirely country, hmm. with very few exceptions on both sides. Um, but they both had artists that they both liked. And I would say that all of those artists are still people that I have, like, a really soft spot for. It's, like, your Garth Brooks, your James Taylor, your Billy Joel, Elton John, those, like, middle-aged, like, easy-listening. And they're all so hype. When people shit on...
1: Simon and Garfunkel, that was a big one for me.
0: That that one not as much for them, but I do. That's a similar genre of music. I would say yeah. a little bit of kind of Jimmy Buffett. I think my dad likes Jimmy Buffett more than my mom does, though. It's kind of dad music. Mm-hmm. But we, I remember getting this like not so much. Beach House on the Moon. I think the album was called. It was like really way later in Jimmy Buffett's career. And there's a song on it Beach called Beach House on the Moon. Yes. It's, that's what the first song on the album is called. And he rested between voyages at his beach house on, on the moon. moon. <laughs> uh, I know most of the songs on that album too well. But there's a song on it called Math Sucks. And my whole family like fell in love with it because they thought it was so Math funny. Math Sucks? Yeah. It's like, if necessity is the mother of invention, I'd like to kill the guy who invented this. These numbers come together in some kind of third dimension. Irregular algebraic bliss. Like it's.
1: After three tiki drinks, there's no point in keeping count.
0: The next line is let's start with something simple like 1 and 183.
1: Oh god. 2
0: plus 2 will never get you 5. There's fractions in my subtraction, and X don't equal Y, but my homework is bound to multiply. Like it just sounds. The chorus was just math sucks, (laughs) math sucks. (laughs) It was so dumb. Sounds like this was probably on an album that was released in the early two
1: thousands. Because we was past his prime by that point.
0: Oh, way past. (laughs) Um. Garth, though, he's he's on his way back up.
1: He is. Well, I had tickets to his latest concert, and I could not go. But I don't want to talk about it. I'm sorry. His first night in Chicago.
0: I wasn't going to bring it up if you didn't. But you brought it up. Yeah. I love that he said his, but he was like, my tour is going to start in Chicago. Mm Mm-hmm. AK Rosemont. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Chicago is Rosemont is not Chicago.
1: Well, here's the coolest thing: is uh, he was he, he announced that he was going on tour, oh, and somebody yeah. asked, uh, just some random guy in the audience, he was like, he was like, I think uh, no, um, he was at his Las Vegas. Yeah. Tour thing or whatever. And he was doing a QA or something.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And somebody was like, just a random fan was like, Hey, so uh where are you where are you doing your first show? Because I want to go. Yeah. And Garth was like, Well, we haven't decided yet, but you'll be the yeah, first one first to know. He and he got his phone number. Yeah. And, and he, he called him, him. And he's like, So first place is Chicago. And so the announcement to like the radio and, and the and the world at large. Came from some random asshole. Dude?
0: Yeah. He you was, know, was like,
1: Oh, by the way, the first place is Chicago.
0: You wanna hear a funny story? I mean, it's kind of funny, you know Becca Tobble, right? Yes, I do. Knows the guy. I heard Marshall's recently in Marshall's. Yeah, (laughs) that's great. She when she did the podcast as well. She talked about Saved by the Bell. It was great. Um, I believe she told me this when she did the podcast. The guy who Garth Brooks told that he was starting his tour in Chicago went to high school with her. Oh, she like knows him very well personally. That's bizarre. (laughs) Yeah. It was so weird. I think we randomly started talking about Garth Brooks and, like, his tour and everything. Mm. And she was like, oh, I know that guy. It was so weird. Um, but, yeah, that's, like, the whole story. He asked at a Q&A, Garth Brooks. I, it's funny... I don't know I know you don't expect Things like that But he also like Created that situation For himself You yes. know what I mean He was like You'll be the first person I tell And then he was like Alright Now I gotta follow through On this It's still kind of cool though It
1: is It's cool My hear he's really nice too They'll like Do TV shows and Then like after they're Done uh, Filming He'll be like They're like Wrapping up chords With like the The roadies And oh, all like shit. the tech people And he's just very was like very down to earth Is
0: he still married to here with Yes he is that's uh,
1: not his first wife. He went no. through a divorce. He had kids with, uh, I forget what her name is, yeah. And they married Trisha. There might have been some overlap. Overlap there.
0: I mean, they sang, Trisha and Garth sang some sweet love jams. They before sure did. They were married.
1: It's got to be tough, you know.
0: I can't
1: not fall in love
0: Someone when you're bigger. a
1: country star. I wasn't. The thing was, I wasn't in country music at all. Like I don't, really no. Guy yeah. Brooks
0: was like your only. It was just it, and then ones? I was really
1: into like yeah that other music. But like Tim McGraw, yeah. It was it was. I
0: it was, loved uh, Tim McGraw. Uh, what's the one
1: about the um uh the Indian one? Oh, I'm an, I'm an Indian, Indian. I'm Indian I'm outlaw, half, half Cherokee, Cherokee and Choctaw. A baby, she's a chipewal. She's, she's the one of a kind. kind. <laughs> that one's good. I
0: had that was probably one of the first CDs I ever owned. Was. Tim McGraw, Indian Outlaw. I love Tim McGraw. When I, um, I know we've had a lot of fun, uh, doing... Are you
1: wrapping this up?
0: Garth Brooks. No! (laughs) No!
1: I know we've had had a lot of fun tonight.
0: No, I was telling a story. I know we've had a lot of fun doing Garth Brooks songs at karaoke, but legit the first karaoke I ever did was... Tim McGraw songs, mm. and I think one of the first ones I did was a Garth Brooks song as well. Mm. I used to do "Don't Take the Girl," you know that. Don't
1: song? take the girl. <laughs> it's such a sad song. Johnny Me and Frank yeah. Tommy, uh, we've done that song together. Really? Yeah. Don't take. It's all about like. A girl, uh, a daddy. uh, All
0: three verses are different.
1: Different, yes, yes, yes. The
0: first verse is about... um, Johnny's daddy's taking, taking fishing. (laughs) So shit. Yeah. Johnny. Johnny's daddy is taking taking a fishing when he was eight years years old. old. Yeah. Little girl came through the front gate. Holding a fishing pole. Oh, it's like... Really? Yeah, it's all so that you need. The first chorus is about how Johnny doesn't want the girl to go, because he's like, Dad, it was supposed to just be us. Oh. I don't like girls. And then the second verse is about uh, how... Uh, it's five years down the road. Oh. Johnny and the girl are dating. A stranger came and pulled a gun. <gasps> Grabbed her by the arm. Oof. Said, if you do what I tell you to there, won't be any harm. And Johnny said, and he's like, take yeah. everything I got. Uh, Don't yeah. take the girl. And then the last Wait, one. is
1: he a rapist? No. Is he trying to I think get he's just them to robbing fuck them. each other? I
0: think he's just robbing Is he them. want
1: to watch them fuck
0: each other? Take my money, take my wallet, take my credit cards. Do okay.
1: Here's a watch yes. My okay. Gave sure. Me.
0: Here's the key to my car. And then
1: the last uh, one, she's got cancer or some shit, right? She
0: is having a baby. Uh. Uh, doctor said the baby's fine, <laughs> but you'll have to leave. Cause his mama's fading fast oh! and Johnny hit his knees and there he's, he's said, prayed. 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 Yeah. This time that's he's telling prayed. God about to, to take the girl. <laughs>
1: See, that's just good storytelling.
0: Classic country music storytelling.
1: You got the rule of threes in there. Yeah. Uh, there's good callbacks. Repetition. And then,
0: of course, at the very end you have Johnny's daddy
1: was taking
0: a fishing. <laughs> When he He was eight years old.
1: (laughs) So does she survive? We don't know.
0: I don't think they ever say. It's just him praying to God that she doesn't die.
1: You know what a great song. Sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers. Remember when you're talking... To the man upstairs that just because he may not answer doesn't mean he don't care some of God's God's greatest (laughs) gifts. So there's a movie based on that song
0: Oh, you told me about this, I think It's a
1: Hallmark movie, made for television, Hallmark movie That me and Stephanie, your roommate, my girlfriend, have been talking about watching
0: I would absolutely watch the shit out of that Yes Um, Do you remember singing through that entire song on New Year's at like... Four in the morning after we'd all gotten back, we're just like lying around. I think so. Yes, I think so. We. I don't even remember how it came up,
1: but. Uh yeah, I I I think I do remember that. I feel like that's happened numerous times though. It
0: has. I remember that might be my favorite
1: song. I don't know.
0: It's a great. I would say that it's up there for me for sure. The river. You know. Yeah, that's the, the
1: river is just. And even standing outside the fire, just what a Love what a great song! Fire.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. River. It's just so he's just such a like so many power ballads. Yeah.
1: Even, even Shameless, so which is a Billy Joel song, <gasps> he covers, but his version of it is so much better.
0: Agreed. <laughs> Co-signed.
1: It's out of my hands. I'm shameless. He also does uh he does a great version of like he does another uh, 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 Garth does another Billy Joel song better than Billy Joel the one about um, uh, I'm crazy you know like I'm a crazy man you may be wrong right, I may be
0: crazy oh yeah but yeah. that's only in concert I was gonna say there's I no never recording heard of that, that. no yeah. I've never heard that
1: he does it live in you concert one one for those right. TV things I may be crazy.
0: I may- I but I just may be Yeah Yeah Um There's a Backstreet Boys song That's like pretty similar To that one I can't remember I think it's It's either Backstreet Boys Or NSYNC But it's like Um Like you can say I'm crazy Cause I'm crazy For you Like I can't remember How
1: You know what's crazy
0: How many roommates You've had
1: Living in your car
0: <laughs> I should have seen it coming better. I should have seen it coming better. Um, how long did you live in your car?
1: Well, after JB got back, I'd been fired from their coffee shop.
0: Because you lived I was on in a, a hero's house. quest. Why'd you get fired? Do you remember?
1: Um, because I was having sex with my manager, who was a 27 year old woman with a 2 year old child. Full circle, right? All the way back to oh, that America. summer That summer wind was all around me.
0: Nothing <laughs> between us but the night That should have been the transition, man. That's that's the segue. I think they
1: all were yeah, that's a much cleaner that's segue. That's the but segue. Yeah, so I but, I was working in a coffee shop. With Did this she girl,
0: seduce you like Mr. Carrie Spruel? Carrie Spruel.
1: She was I was the I was babysitting for she was living with her baby daddy.
0: How old were you at this point? Like 19 or 20?
1: Uh, I was 19. Uh, I was a late bloomer. Mm. And uh, she was my manager at the coffee shop.
0: I mean, I don't know what they're like.
1: Well, for Deerfield. By Deerfield team That's probably People true. are getting blowjobs in fucking sixth grade. And yeah, Deerfield.
0: I was going to say, probably with based on the, what you said about the people that you grew up with, that was late blooming. Right. I mean, that's it
1: felt right. like I was a late bloomer. Right,
0: right, right. To me.
1: Right. But, uh, I'm Miss Carrie. She had a two-year-old son Thomas, and she was living with Tom, who was the kid's dad, and they oh, were a couple. Did she name and I was babysitter. The
0: kid after yeah, the dad.
1: Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Woof. Buckle up.
0: She was twenty-seven.
1: <laughs> she was half Scottish, half Native American. Was she actually American. half Scottish or, yes, or was she? she lying was. to you. Well, who knows at this point? <laughs>
0: like what uh, is she was kid a drinker. At theater camp. Yes. Full
1: circle. She was a drinker. Half yeah.
0: Scottish, half. Native American? Is that what she says?
1: Supposedly, yeah. She introduced me to a lot of good music. Uh, morphine. Really? She introduced me to The Cure. She introduced me to a lot of good music. But so then they were going through rough times, and they got they broke up. And then she immediately started trying to get me to make. I think she was just using me to make him jealous or whatever.
0: Oh sure, but you're like a 19 year old kid who was like, "Hell yeah, I'll make anybody yeah. jealous." She was
1: my manager at the coffee shop and I was the babysitter and I that little Thomas he was a cute kid two two years old and uh yeah she took my virginity and we we were listening to uh what's that uh not, not indigo girls oh god oh 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 Ani DeFranco what the album Reckoning which Ani to this day
0: Franco will make you will just, in the moods well, it
1: just brings me back you know <laughs> brings me back to that summer and it was summertime uh, I was living in my car, and then I, she was like, "Well, just stay here," and I lived there for like three months.
0: Really? Yes. Did she and Thomas ever get back together, or Tom?
1: So she, about a week after we start, she we were kind of like doing our thing or whatever. Uh, little Thomas was upstairs, and we were on the couch. We had been drinking wine, just like we are right now. I don't. And it was six in the morning. <laughs> This isn't gonna happen now, don't worry.
0: Yeah, I was like, I don't know, I don't like what that's insinuating. And we were
1: having sex on this couch. A couch very similar to this couch right here. Oh no. No, but we were, were having you sex. It? And Thomas, <laughs> no. And t- Tom, this man, the fucking, comes in the door. No. And sees us there. No. And I'm there. No. And I, to, and in I, I freeze. Yes, in flagrado, And I freeze. And it was no blankets, blankets. Like and he goes in the your kitchen. Butt,
0: your yeah. D in the V.
1: No, I think I had. I think there was maybe a blanket. I don't know. He goes in the kitchen, grabs a sandwich out of the kitchen for some reason, like, and then comes back, grabs me, pulls me off of her, and I'm standing there naked. Yes, and he picks up a wine bottle, throws it at my head, <gasps> and I block it with my elbow, and then I'm sitting there bleeding.
0: Oh my god! And she's
1: screaming at him, "Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out!" And he takes my shoes and throws one on the roof and the other one across the street. Oh
0: my just god. Just like just
1: this feeling he probably was just felt was so like,
0: what the fuck angry do do? and
1: impotent. He yeah. was just like, I don't know what to do and he smashed a muffin my on my car window. <laughs> what? And I hear Thomas is upstairs crying, you know. Oh, it's no. just like the thunder rolls. You know. It's it was it was three like thirty thunder- in the morning.
0: <laughs> Not a soul in sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. City's looking except, like the girl's t- you know, except she was the can-
1: one who had the perfume and the perfume was my sweat.
0: Whoa Are you <laughs> Is that something That we're Going on record as Your sweat as a Um Eau de toilette mm-hmm. Uh Uh I'm just trying to make
1: it? the metaphor For thunder rolls and Right this You're just Well same.
0: I thought it was that summer I guess that summer Led to the thunder
1: Yeah well rolling. that was a Thunder rolling situation
0: Uh Papa was a good one But a jealous kind Yeah well that's a good one too <laughs> Um, at least he didn't kill you, or her. Yeah. Did they get back together?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. Was
0: that the end of you staying there?
1: No, I I stayed. I was gonna
0: for say another. you said that was like a week later, right? Yeah, I stayed there for another
1: like two and a half months. But or something, he wasn't because I wanted nowhere else to live. And and he he was begrudgingly there And then oh and then I went away Oh my
0: god You lived there while he like Moved back in with her
1: No no he didn't move back in
0: Oh they just like kind of
1: They were just still started, you know, He would come and pick up involved. Thomas And then I would
0: Yeah oh, She was a
1: vegan too
0: Boy Uh Was Did you eat vegan too?
1: No she would cook bacon
0: Oh wow Because
1: Thomas would eat meat too
0: Oh gotcha gotcha That makes sense Yeah. Um, when, okay
1: And this is the person that I've I have no idea where this person is Or whether she's still alive And also here's something crazy to think about Let's see, Thomas would be He's probably like 14 now
0: That is crazy What if, yeah
1: And you know what it makes me think I almost got, you know, I could have got sucked into something there But sometimes God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers
0: (laughs) She was the one i had wanted for all time.
1: Well she was kind of a mess, but yeah.
0: Uh three months there. Did you go back to living in your car?
1: I did. And then I went in um I say I was living in my car, I'd camp out. That was only for like a month. But I was living in my friend's driveway and everyone oh, would be like, just right. come live on the fucking couch. Just sleep on the couch. I'd be like, no no no. I'm not paying right here I'm going to sleep in my oh car Oh my god And Adam Hutzel My friend who had been right. sleeping In his closet for a while He'd given me like A little like Portable like DVD player thing oh. And I watched all of I was obsessed with uh, Um Uh What's that show Uh Cheers Al- uh, Sorkin Friends Oh West the Wing. West Wing Yes And this is when Bush So it was like This liberal porn Oh watch. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Bush was the president. That
0: it's day. funny. My parents loved that show, oh, and they're so conservative. conservative. Yeah, um, especially my dad. Like, it kind of. I mean, I guess it just goes. Like, I guess it's also like my parents are like intelligent, reasonable conservatives.
1: It has a lot of like dumb patriotism in it too.
0: Yeah, I mean, it yeah. I'm to, sure that is all, something that my dad. Like got off on.
1: Right, he would watch it. There's a lot of like dumb patriotism in that show. Right, but it is—it's totally liberal.
0: Yeah, I mean, so is the newsroom for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, so when did your car get stolen?
1: Uh, I was at Leo London's apartment. Really? I was in his apartment. And I went out there to to get something out of my car because I was going to sit on his couch
0: during the uh, deleted scenes days. This
1: was. Yes. Uh, How and long I went did out you live in Oregon? For five years. Oh, okay. Um, and I went out to my car, and it had been stolen, and everything that I owned was in that car, including all my CDs, including my brother-in-law's navy jacket from when he was in the navy. He loaned it to me. Shit. That's the thing I most regret losing. Aww. But my guitar was wasn't in the car.
0: Thank goodness.
1: Uh, but everything else, yeah, like all my clothes and everything.
0: That's crazy. And then I found
1: it. Well, I didn't find it, but the the police called me, the Eugene police, and were like, hey, we found your car. We're towing it. So I had to pay an impound to get my, to recover. It was like $200 to get my stolen car out of a, and I was like,
0: just hold on. Don't tow it. I'm
1: going to come right now and get it. Yeah. like, it's already being towed. So I had to pay like 200 bucks to get my car, and the window had been smashed, uh, and it was a long story, but basically my key, my car was messed up to where I had to leave my car key in it and have a separate key to unlock my door. Uh, so they just smashed the window and started. It was very easy to steal.
0: Oh, I see. That, I thought you were talking about like what you had to do from that point forward, but that no, was that already is, how, it was. how it was. <laughs> but
1: then uh, around this time is when I got a job as a sushi uh, sh- sushi cook. I was working in a Japanese restaurant. Doing, like, the hot stuff, like the walk and stuff. And then I moved on to Sushi. Mm-hmm. Cook, uh, chef. And, but I was driving to work at the Japanese restaurant, Sakura, uh, after I would recovered the car. And I pulled up to this light and this guy looks over at me and he goes, you shouldn't lock your keys in your car. And I was like, wait, what? And he smiled and laughed and drove away. And he was, like, had, like, a shaved head. And he, was like, Are clearly you was the man.
0: fucking kidding me? Looked
1: like a fucking meth head. Yeah, it was the guy who stole my car.
0: What a... Fucking asshole. And I took down his
1: license plate number and I called the police and it was like, they were like, there's nothing we can do.
0: Oh my god. You just said you shouldn't
1: lock your keys in your car? Like, there's nothing they could do. (sighs) I know. It was the worst.
0: So you got your car back, but like, he took all your stuff out of it? Yeah. That sucks. That happened to Chris Geiger in Chicago too. And he had to pay to get it out just like you did.
1: Yeah, it was not fun.
0: (sighs) I can't imagine.
1: And uh, so then I started working at the sushi place, and then I eventually moved in to that apartment. Well, actually, I lived in the garage for a while because all the rooms in the house were were oc- were occupied. Of what?
0: There was there the was a house garage. Associated so I was
1: living in the driveway, space. and there was a guy oh, living oh, in the garage, oh. and then there were people living in the house. Gotcha. And then the guy in the garage moved away, and, and he, he was like the a garage. he started he literally became a guy who rides the rails.
0: Oh wow! Rides,
1: train. Yeah, know, yeah. Doing that.
0: My friend Andy uh, wanted to do that. He went into the Navy instead.
1: I don't know that's such a
0: yeah like
1: disparate but also somehow married to each other
0: right and i I thought the same thing. He was someone that I kind of moved up to Chicago with. um he was kind of already living here when I got here, he was an English major and like really wanted to be a writer and tried to work like a nine to five type copywriting job and got paid really well, but like just hated every second of it and he was like. I think he just had this very, like, romantic idea of both of those things. Mm -hmm. Of, like, going into the Navy or riding the rails and, like, settled on the Navy. (laughs) Yeah. So. There's definitely
1: something romantic about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I romanticize all that weird. Those, like, you know, you have times in your life when you're like, I was so poor. You know, that cliche. Like, I was so poor, but. It was happier It was blah, 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 blah.
0: Oh sure Yeah I mean Those I'm kind of what like What was the
1: hardest you've ever struggled Like what was I
0: Chicago? mean When No I mean I When I first moved to Chicago Was like The most Broke I've been Probably Just cause I didn't have a job yet And then I mean even while I was unemployed
1: well, Was it hard for you to meet people
0: yeah, I didn't... Well, I just knew I needed to get a job before I did anything else. Like, I was pretty responsible, probably to the point of, like, not having as many crazy stories as you do. Uh, <coughs> I didn't know anyone until I started working, and then I kind of made friends with people that I, at work, but only a few of them lived in the city, and all we would ever do was, like... Spend all the money we made on booze. So I just, like... That was, like, some of the drunkest nights I've ever had in Chicago. was, like, the January of 2011, right after I moved here, before I started taking annoyance classes. And then when I did start taking annoyance classes, it was at noon on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So at 3, we'd all walk down to Fat Cat, and, and I would have, like, two or three beers after class. and wouldn't leave there until, like, 4 or 5, and then I would just, like, go find, like... People like either meet up from with people from work or like kill a couple hours before I would meet up with people from work. And by kill a couple hours, I mean like drink a couple more beers. So I just like drink from like three to three. It was fun, but like I just feel I feel like I just did it because I didn't like know enough people or enough things to do instead. Right. You right. know what I mean? Right, right. So I think I kind of like got it out of my system. I mean, I still like drinking and. I'll still, you know, stay out really late at a house party or a 4 a.m. bar here and there, but, like, it's more just, I would say now it's more because of, like, who I'm with, whereas at the time, I think it was just because I was like, oh, this beer tastes good. You guys are fine. Like, <laughs> that, they were all good people, but it was. I just feel like I didn't have anything else to do or anyone else to, like, hang out with. Right. Um, so I would do it, like, every single weekend. I would do it, like, Friday and Saturday, and then, you know, just, like, lose the whole weekend and wake up on Monday and go to the job I hated, you know? Right. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm in some of the most, like, scrapped-together money times of my life. I've never really been, like, I mean, when I was growing up, I was, like, lower middle class. We were never poor. But we were never
1: yeah, it that well either. off.
0: Yeah. Um, and now I'm just like, no. I wasn't.
1: I was. I wasn't rich, but we never wanted for anything.
0: Yeah, that's how my family was. I would say.
1: Like I got a car for my sixteenth birthday, and it was like a shitty, beat up, on the verge of dying car. But yeah. it was still. I got a
0: car. I know? didn't get it. I got a car when I was eighteen. Nineteen eighty nine
1: Mercury Sable.
0: Uh, I got a car when I was eighteen. It was my grandma's old car, and it was a nineteen ninety two Ford Taurus station wagon.
1: Mm-hmm. Ford Taurus, okay, sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it had the it had the flip up seats in the back. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've had I don't know. I feel like I have more like crappy roommate stories than. Um, well, you
1: lived with me for a month.
0: I did, and we. Sang, lots of Garth Brooks and so I, <laughs> Billy Joel. <laughs>
1: we did. I I am self admitted. Like I I'm I am the trouble roommate. I I am. Uh, I mean, and maybe not in that situation, but I have in the past. I've definitely been.
0: Uh, yeah. So we talked a lot about Oregon, but you obviously have a lot of Chicago roommate experience too.
1: I've lived with. uh... Jeff Murdoch I've lived with
0: Past guest of the show Uh
1: Uh Uh Peyton Brown I've lived with Um Jimmy Pennington
0: Oh also a Past guest of the show
1: uh, I've lived with Uh I currently live with Um Dan Basil Dua I've lived with Danny Gro. I've lived with Sean Keith Um Danny Groh's also been on the show
0: Uh, what is, I just feel like you never live in the same place with the same people for, like, a whole year.
1: No. What's the
0: longest you've gone in Chicago, like, living in the same situation?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't know. I also, I did a while where I was doing boats on and off. Yeah. The longest, okay, Joey Romaine and Drennan Quinn. That was oh, my really? longest roommate. Situation. That's so funny. I lived over there on like Waveland and and uh, what is that? Halstead? right behind that Whole Foods. There, I lived with oh yeah, Drennan and Joey. Great And dudes. I don't know what's become of that place.
0: That's so funny.
1: If anybody lives there, still, I yeah. don't
0: even. I don't even think I knew that you lived with either of them. at, at any point. And I did. I like lived the there longest. for
1: probably eight, nine months. That
0: is crazy that that's the longest you've lived in the same place yeah. in, in how like eight and a half years. Did you come straight here from Oregon?
1: I did, yeah. I moved here on July 4th. I just figured out the other day. It was I know it was July 4th, 2006. So how many years is that?
0: Uh, nine will. years.
1: Yeah. It will be nine years. It will be
0: nine this year. Well. Um, on July 4th, 2006. I, I lived I- with
1: my brother for a while. Yeah.
0: Had graduated from high school a month, before, uh, two months before that, Jesus. a month before that, month and change.
1: I graduated in two thousand
0: one. I mean that makes your. We just established your. Yeah. Six years older than me. Yeah. That so that's sense. even less time. You're my brother's age. Okay. you're my brother's age. Right. On. Um. What was I gonna say? Because he also graduated in two thousand one. So who did you, what brought you to Chicago in the first place? Who did you live with when you first moved here? Uh,
1: basically I dropped out of college and I'd been living in Oregon for like two years. Uh, doing nothing early and I knew my friends were going to start graduating and I wanted to be the first one to leave and not the last one. And oh, my, good for you. My brother Brian had offered me a job at his company and just like.
0: That makes sense.
1: And then my brother Trent said I could live with him.
0: That's, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's kind of what really, like, lit a fire under me to move to Chicago as well, was like, well, if I don't move away, I'm just going to end up staying in the city I went to college in. Yeah. And I didn't really want to do that, because I knew I would just, like, stagnate. So I just, like, needed to make the active choice, I guess. Right. So that's good. Yeah. That was a, I feel like that was probably a good life decision for you.
1: I think so, yeah. It definitely was.
0: So, how long did you live with your brother? What got you... What was the, like, gateway roommate situation out of that?
1: Uh... I... What the hell happened after that? I don't know.
0: Did you just start taking classes and, like, meet people that you...
1: Right, yeah. uh,
0: ...lived with after that?
1: Right, and then his girlfriend moved in, and me and her are, like, oil and water, you know. Like... She sucks And like I'm really cool
0: <laughs> In the sense that Oil sucks And water is really cool
1: <laughs> Yeah Uh We didn't get along So I was like Alright well I'm getting The fuck out of here Cause Yeah You know
0: At some point
1: I can't I watch like- I can't watch my 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 Lively brother Disintegrate In front uh, of my face
0: oh God that's I
1: just assume awful. He's never gonna listen To this <laughs>
0: Yeah I was gonna say Aren't they married now Yeah they are Oh, boy. Uh,
1: They live in Oak Park. There, They've got a lovely house. They've got a kid and another one on the
0: way. That's great. So
1: I moved out and I moved. When's
0: their kid due? You know? So I have a niece on the way in May. I don't know. Um, Your
1: nephew is so cute. He's the best. He's just a little munchkin.
0: I hope at some point you guys can meet him. I've been trying... My brother and his wife have very good friends in, like, normal Illinois, so I was like, you should come visit them, because mm. I know that's, like, just as much pull, if not more, than being like, you should come to Chicago visit me. Right. See a show, whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I think any situation, any living situation, regardless of, like, how you get along with them, uh, I'm going to say this and then qualify it. Uh, is weird to like live with a couple but I didn't mind while you were a singer at all I think part of it is probably just because like we're already friends you're already here you were already here a lot before that it's right. not like it was like some great change that's true and I like spending time with you
1: yeah I do too
0: I missed you while Stephanie was gone
1: yeah it was weird. It was weird. Remember, we had the best hug ever? It was so. At the annoyance?
0: I left so. I teared up. I did too. I left in such a like bittersweet mood. Uh, <laughs> it was so good to see you, but I just hug. like had to go home. It was like three in the morning. I know. Mm. That
1: was a really. That was a. That was. As far as hugs go, that was a good one.
0: I love hugs. That was a good it's one. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah. Um, I pride myself on the fact that. I was one of the first people that Stephanie would consistently hug, um, like, when we were in college. Because she doesn't... She's not really a hugger, but she knew I was. And she Really? Was like, mm-hmm. Stephanie's so affectionate. I know. That's, she just doesn't like... I mean, some people just don't like hugging...
1: Well, not like, bullshit hugs. Right. Right. Right, right, right. Nobody likes a bullshit hug.
0: Right. I think that's more what it is. Which is probably more genuine than my... Open arms. Uh, Policy. Yes. <laughs>
1: huh, huh.
0: What was your... What do you think your favorite roommate situation in Chicago is? Uh, I mean, it's... I know it's probably hard because you just named a tough. bunch of people who, like, may very well listen to this at some point in their life. I don't want you to...
1: I loved questions. living with Jeff Murdoch. Oh, It was great. Yeah.
0: You guys are such... Good friends in
1: the sense of like uh, such
0: silly good spirits.
1: It wasn't because of the I didn't really enjoy the place that we lived, per se. It was above
0: place above drop.
1: Yeah, it was a five AM bar (laughs) at drop. (laughs) I didn't enjoy that, but I just loved coming home to to Jeff and I know he would always like it didn't matter what time he would be he'd be down to like
0: hang out. Hang
1: out and we could watch dumb movies and
0: Yeah, that's definitely special. A good roommate to have is someone who's just like game.
1: And Tim Reardon Aww. came, you know, because I, I was basically kind of like someone in place. such good people. Yeah, I'm pretty. I, I really. I can Since you myself, moved to Chicago. I consider myself very lucky to know the people that I've known in Oregon and in Chicago. <laughs> and I just had a, a friend, my friend Lindsay Blyfus, uh, just visited this weekend from Oregon, came out here just to see me. And it really was really neat oh, it was so and special. So fun to hang out
0: with you guys on Friday. Yeah. Um, how did you know her when you were in Oregon? How did she factor into all the tales we just wove? Well,
1: when I was living in that driveway, her boyfriend Lucas was in the house. He was the guy who was always <laughs> like, "Just come sleep on the couch." <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: That's so funny.
1: And what's Jesus interesting is out will- of anybody. Everybody that I've known in Oregon, all those great people. She's the only person that I really ever still talk about, talk that's, to, or care about.
0: That's so funny.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, what do you um, do? You think you'll ever be someone like who lives by yourself? Uh. Where do you see your living situation? I feel like you're just such a like fly by the seat as it is that I don't ever see it being anything but that.
1: I lived by myself very briefly and I didn't really enjoy it.
0: Really? I never lived by myself. Except for don't kinda while stuff was gone, but
1: Yeah, I just uh I don't enjoy I like I think it has to do with being the youngest of four siblings
0: Oh, so you never really
1: And I feel like if I come home alone I feel like I'm missing something Like when I had to go to bed first And I'd always hear my my siblings Laughing or giggling And I thought that they were throwing a party without me (laughs) So like I guess that's why I don't like Living alone Because I feel like I'm missing out on something
0: That's so funny That makes a lot of sense really Um, well, Polly, how do you feel? Is there anything else that you would feel remiss to not talk about? Um. Where the topics are concerned or otherwise? I just like doing this because so often someone's like, oh, I wish I had talked about blah, blah. So I started trying to leave it open-ended. I don't
1: know. There's a lot. Right. And there's a not a lot.
0: <laughs> well, then I will pose this. How do you feel like your love of, um, let's say your love of both having roommates yeah. and separately your love of Garth Brooks? Let's start with roommates. How do you feel like your love of roommates has influenced you creatively, and how do you feel like it's influenced your life in general? Well, you know,
1: I feel like in terms of roommates and the people that I've met has and lived with, I feel like they've all inspired me to be creative and you know
0: it seems like we're they- all
1: slovenly people <laughs> sometimes I feel like you know i just I feel like I've got friends in little places and, <laughs> and uh and I wouldn't have it any other way. Would you say
0: that the whiskey they, drowns and the beer chases your blues away?
1: I think so, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you know what? I'll be okay. Because <laughs> I've got these beautiful people in my life. And some of them I'll never talk to again, like painter Dave, who briefly lived with and would go to strip clubs and painter put Dave. lighters on coins and throw them at strippers. You know? What? These type of
0: characters. I assume this was in Oregon? He was
1: unsavory, yeah. Or you know, beautiful people like uh, Matt Warren, who would draw pictures of his hands all day long. He's an artist, uh, an unsuccessful. You one, really but a have lived one.
0: with such a wide variety of artistic people.
1: Yeah, well, painter Dave wasn't a painter in the artistic he sense. He was
0: a house painter. He was a house painter, right? But I mean. <laughs> Guy drawn hands, uh, li- leave the violinist. Oh yeah! All yeah. the musicians, everyone you've lived with here. Have you ever lived with anyone who, besides your brother, who wasn't also in the like comedy community?
1: Yeah, I mean, none of the people in Oregon were in the comedy.
0: Right, right. I mean, but yeah, but move like, here? yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So I moved here. Um, I lived in a place in Lincoln Square briefly. With two people, but I got out of that real quick because I didn't enjoy them. They were boring.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. It's a, I feel like to you, that would be sim- akin to just living by yourself.
1: And one of the guys, yeah. One of the guys, it's what it felt like. And I, I remember because I would just go and sleep on... I wound up sleeping on my friend's couches anyways because I just felt like I didn't want to go home. want
0: to go to your own home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you feel like you're... How do you feel like that's influenced your life in general? Like, do you think that... I mean, I just feel like it's so... I don't want to say significant because that sounds too, like, highfalutin. I just think it's so interesting to me that you... The longest you've lived in the same place in almost nine years is eight or nine months.
1: Yeah, I don't know what it says, but I do feel like I enjoy moving... I think it's the illusion of. (laughs) It's the illusion of accomplishment. (laughs) You feel like. Really? If you're moving around all the time, that you're doing more than you really are.
0: That's so funny.
1: I don't know what it is. I never
0: would expect that to be. But I
1: feel like I can be comfortable anywhere.
0: I think that's a good way to be. Because I think some people are a little too, like, tied to their. Uh, either living situation or like needing a certain amount of alone time or whatever. Um, Well, how do you feel like your love of and passion for and knowledge of Garth Brooks has influenced you both creatively in your life in general? Uh,
1: Well, I mean, he's just, he is the number one performance artist. He, he's got heart. He's got soul. And you know what? He's all about making a show. He was a, he was a big He's Kiss a fan showman. as a kid. Really? And he was like, I want to bring that sort of like big showmanship that Kiss used to have. Uh, it's country music. And a lot of country people say music? he ruined country music.
0: Really? Sure, yeah. Do people say that? I
1: think so, yeah, for
0: sure. I guess he did kind of... He, he made it like a big like, spectacle. He was kind bridge between the like old like... Man in all black Sitting on a stool Playing a guitar Right Versus the like Spectacle that it can be now Right I would say Zach Brown Band To on country music But that's my own opinion
1: I don't know enough About country music at all But yeah I just, they just uh, They're uh, terrible
0: Sorry fans of Zach Brown Band Listen to Toes And tell me it's not The dumbest thing You've ever heard What's Toes? Got my toes in the water, ass in the sand, not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand, life is good today.
1: It's just like... Oh, that know. sounds like, uh, fucking, uh, what's his name?
0: <laughs> Matt Sucks, Jimmy Buffett? Yeah,
1: Jimmy yeah. Buffett. It's exactly- it
0: is, it is very Jimmy Buffett-esque, but... Well,
1: I-, I mean, Garth has his Jimmy Buffett song. Oh. Two pina coladas, I
0: gotta have one for yeah. Six, I, that seven. was a new song. Not good on the tour that I saw.
1: Okay, yes. Like
0: that is so. That's now that you sing it, I'm like, oh, that's a marker for a tour. That's I saw. the
1: and that's the album that kind of lost me. I think. I think.
0: I think that's probably right when I.
1: I still enjoyed it, but it was so Honestly, I right. think I
0: saw him... No, I saw Tim McGraw twice. I was like, I think I saw him twice. No.
1: I did see Garth what? twice, and I don't remember much about the second time, but it, I, I'm almost positive I saw him twice.
0: Yeah, I remember him doing two Maybe pina coladas and people like losing their shit because it was like the new single. No, I've got a Yeah, very Jimmy Buffett. Uh, do you think that you still... Kind of I mean obviously Based on how you Acted When you were eight And he was like One of the Main performers You looked up to You were very Directly influenced By him Do you feel like You still kind of like See yourself Striving towards that I guess
1: I think on some Okay well I think Maybe on some Subconscious level I try to uh, channel his charisma. I think he's very charismatic. I mean mm-hmm. that rubbed off on me. And he's very personable, and he's a, he seems like a kind person. I think uh, his his ability to be kind of humble, like in interviews and stuff, he's always very self deprecating. Um, I think that I think I think that's probably something that stuck with me.
0: I think that all of that and
1: the musicality shows. too. I love I love I mean he was my first love of. Music was, was him. Oh,
0: so. that's awesome. Yeah. I think all of that shows in your performance style in a very
1: good way. I'm not very humble though.
0: No, <laughs> I'm very full of yourself. <laughs> 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 oh, Polly, this was great. This was great. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: I have wanted you to do it for a long time.
1: You're going to edit this down, right?
0: Going edit <laughs> it down? No. I will be releasing it in its entirety
1: Alright, let's do it
0: <laughs> It's only like 120, 130
1: Oh really? Oh that's great Okay, yeah. well then that's fine
0: One twenty five.
1: People, people need you.
0: I know how to keep this puppy under wraps <laughs> Even when it gets to Being real organic <laughs>
1: I like that we talked about both things
0: I do too I'll probably just list it with both listed Cause who cares um, I think I'll probably say um, MBSing with Paul Jerowitz, um, Having uh, Garth Brooks as a roommate. <laughs> you gotta,
1: you gotta make it one. You Garth Brooks and roommates. <laughs> All right. uh,
0: this was so great. Thank you so much for doing it with me. Thank you so much. You're the best. I love you. I love you too. That really is what I say at the end of the podcast. Oh, is it? I love you, and I mean that.
1: You say that, mm-hmm. but you don't, you usually don't mean it, but I mean, not, you it?
0: mean it. <laughs> I will say, and I've said this in the past, I will say, it. I mean it more with yeah. some people than others, mm-hmm. but especially, I mean, people like you and Stephanie, like you can't even compare it. Like she's my best friend and you're like one of my favorite people. And like, there's some people that I don't know very well who, when they do it, but I do genuinely feel a love for everyone that I try to meet. Oh, of course. It's just different. But I love you very much.
1: This was very easy.
0: Easy peasy lemon squeezy.
1: Mm. <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> cover, girl. <laughs>